Good Nerv Shabbos, everybody. Um, so, Baruch Hashem, we're uh, moving along in our uh, beloved Sefer, learning how to come closer and closer in our Vaidas Hashem and our clinging to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we're going to begin a new section. I'm going to skip a little bit in, in the Bulvavi, something that is generally not recommended to do because of the whole process that it takes to cling to Hashem. We've discussed the Hashkacha, the Amuna, that comes along with clinging to Hashem. His next category is something that I just feel that it might be worthwhile getting into more uh, Elul time as we get up to Rosh Hashanah, which is connecting to Hashem through Yira, understanding what it means to be in fear and in awe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. After Yira, there's a category of Avas Hashem, which is very appropriate for now especially as we are coming to Purim, Bez Hashem. And um, to be makabal the Torah me'ava, to accept our relationship with Hashem out of love. So I'm going to skip the section of Yira, on Yira for now, Bez Hashem will get back to it. I'd like to begin the section on Ahavas Hashem, on loving Hashem. Be- being in love with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, having a, a bond and a, a feeling of Ava. So this picks up in paragraph in the, in, in my sefer here. It says Kuf Samach Beis. So we're going to call it paragraph one sixty two. All right, here we go. The Bovavi is going to break down love, and this love is not necessarily a love that's a um, the, the types of love that we're going to mention and get into apply to really all relationship. It's not necessarily. A Jewish thing. It's a. It's applicable throughout, and that is as follows. Here we go. Hinei, behold, ahavas Hashem. What does it mean? The mitzvah of loving Hashem. He mitzvah say daraisa. It's a biblical command. So we got to know how to do it. This is one of our mitzvos. Kiddushiv, as the verse in the Torah tells us, v'yahavta es Hashem aleikecha. You should love Hashem your God bechol levavcha with all your heart uvechol nafshecha. With your nefesh, your soul, uvachol ma'odecha, and all of your resources. So, there's a love that's coming in three different fashions. There's a love that's coming with all your heart. There's a love that's coming with all your soul. There's a love that's coming with all your resources. Hare, behold, notice, says the Bulvavi, Shekol Adam Mechuyev Ba'avas Hashem. If there's a mitzvah in the Torah to do it, what that means is each of us are capable of achieving this. Kol Adam, every human, every Jew, mechuyev b'avas Hashem, v'nizkar, because of Gil Madregas, it's mentioned in the Pasuk of Yahavta Es Hashem Lekecha, three Madregas, b'chol your heart, all your heart, with b'chol l'navshcha, b'chol yeshua, b'chol mo'udecha, v'yinei, b'vor b'svar makadashim, sheish be'ezoi fanim shal av, there's two types of love, there's two types of love. One type of love is Ahava Hataluya Badavar. A love that's dependent on a thing. That's one type of love. There's a second type of love, which is Ahava She'ena Taluya Badavar. A love that is not dependent on a thing. It's just a reality. I want to pause for a minute. 
his focus for tonight and the next couple weeks is going to be on achieving the first one and noticing that the second one is very, very difficult to understand. We can express it and say, yeah, there's a love that's not dependent on a thing. It just is. How do you define that though? It's, very, it's a very difficult thing to articulate and define within our own emotions. Again, there's an ava a love that's totally on a thing. There's a cause of the love. And then there's a ava There's a love that's not totally on a thing. What is an ava, a love that's dependent on a thing? When a person loves something else, because of a reason, you can hang that love on something. I can hang it on something. It's hanging because of something that I received. There was a Kabbalah. There was a Kabbalah, something that I received. And when the thing that I'm hanging my love on is gone, the love is gone. Dependent on a thing, when that thing is gone, everything's gone. You can have a relationship, a ava, that's dependent on a, on, uh, you can have people that, you know, as we've, uh, as we've described, they're, you know, they like somebody else, they're in love with somebody else because of uh, something that they bring to the table. The moment they, that, that that comes to the table and it's no longer around, it's used up, so the love is gone as well. And this could even be something that comes because of if I marry or I get into a relationship because I want love. If I'm in a relationship because I want Ava, then the moment Ava's gone, everything's gone. The Umasa, on the other hand, Ava bedavar. When you have a Ava, bedavar, it is, there's no cause for this. It's just an existent Ava. It's something that's there. He ahava be'etzem. So now we're dealing with something which is intrinsic. It's built in. There's a built-in ava that's there. Listen to this. Ahava, alef hey, vez hey, begematria echad. So ahava, love, is the numerical value of echad. Echad, one. Hashem, alef ches dalit is 13. Alef hey, vez hey, ahava is also 13. Yeah, which is why when you have ahava twice between two people, two yidin that have ahava towards each other, so one yid has 13, the other yid has 13. What's 13 plus 13? What's two yidin who, are, who, who love each other? That's Yudke Vavke. You have the name of Hashem. You have one yid and another yid. Each of us are 13. So now I have Hashem's name. Ava, Begematria Echad. There's an intrinsic love. That's 13. And that is, that's connected to the Echad, the one. She'inyan avazu, this type of love, which is independent of any reason. Now again, th- this should bother us. Because as much as we realize this concept, it's like, what, what does that mean? How does it happen? How do you have something that exists and was never created, 
There was no cause to it. How does this work? How do you have a love for the echad, for the one that's independent of any cause? It's a very profound question. And this is a very important concept to get into because ultimately we know we don't want our love for Hashem to be dependent on something because anything that's dependent on something is not eternal. It's only going to exist as long as that thing exists. Okay, so we're going to have to we're going to have to understand how do, how how this functions, how this works. There's an there's an there, there's generated. If there's a, a love that's not dependent on anything, there's a generated internal achdus oneness between the ohev and the nahav. The one that loves and the one that's being loved. Again, a love which is intrinsic and not dependent means there's a oneness internally between the two. He says, listen to this. A love that's dependent on a thing. Let's talk about our relationship with Hashem. I love Hashem. Why? Because thank you Hashem for my eyesight. Thank you Hashem for the sense of taste. Thank you Hashem for electricity. Thank you Hashem for helping me think things through. Thank you Hashem for my fingernails. Thank you. Recognizing that everything is a miracle. And I'm building up my love through these things. Shayeches gamba akum. This is something which every human should connect with and should love Hashem through noticing what we have, what we've received. All this davar, wow, Hashem, I gotta love you. You know what you do? Blows my mind. And any person who's willing to think and connect to Hashem, but we need to be willing to do this, is Shaykh is capable of Ahava is capable of this love that's dependent. You could have any human being, Jew or non-Jew, is capable of being grateful. The Ahava and love back something that loves me. Ulam, however, Listen closely here. A love that has no cause. It's just a love that comes through a oneness. You have to be a Yid for this. You have to be Jewish for this. A Yid's Nishama, it's Nishmas Yisrael that's capable of having this. Because this is not something that's built on something. We have to realize this is what's unique about the neshama, the soul of a yid. This is what's unique about the soul of a Jew. You cannot disconnect yourself from being one with Hashem. I cannot disconnect myself from being one with Hashem. It's just a fact of the matter. The neshama that we have is one. Yisrael, the Jewish soul, v'oraisa, and the Torah. The Kudshu and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Chadhu. We are one existence. 
And therefore, we, since we are one existence, there's this element of ahava, she'ena tuluya bedavar, because I'm just part of it. I love it because I'm part of it. That's it. It's, it's nothing to do with the cause. There's no cause and effect. Nothing that's causing my love. It's a reality. Now, this is, it, this is, it, call it wild, call it deep, call it, this has to be uncovered. How does this function? How does this work? What does it mean? And, and we're so unfamiliar with calling something like this Ahava. It, it's, it's not familiar to us Americans to call something like this love. We're used to calling this oneness, togetherness. But apparently there's, when you're one with something, just factually, when we're able to uncover a reality to be one with something, you have, you're one with it. You love it. You love it. You, you care for it. You take care of it. Let's keep going on this because he's going to keep developing this incredible thought for us. This type of love, which is being one. And this is possible only within Klal Yisrael. They don't have. Yes, every neshama is special and unique, but their neshama is not one with the source. So any human being is capable of loving Hashem to pieces out of gratefulness, for what Hashem has already done for us. Any human being is capable of that type of love. As the Gemara writes, It's a fascinating situation. The Gemara tells us that if you have a person who donates money because they want their child to be healed, they have a child who's very sick. They say, I'm going to give $1,000 to Tzedakah because I want my son to be healed. The Gemara tells us that even if the um, son doesn't get healed, even if the son dies, a Yid, a Jew, is Sameach Benesina. They're still thrilled that they gave the tzedakah. Because giving tzedakah revealed to, in existence, a oneness that we are intrinsic with Hashem. Since we're one with Hashem, that tzedakah that revealed that oneness is, we're still fine with it. On the external, we would have preferred a different outcome. But internally, nothing changed. We're totally happy that we gave $1,000 to tzedakah. Because $1,000 still revealed a oneness with Hashem. However, says the Gemara, Masha'in Kain, Eitzalakum. Somebody doesn't have that achtos, that oneness being part of the Rebbein Shleilam. If the thousand dollars, the kid died the next day, so now why'd I do that? You could start regretting it. If he would have known that his son never would have made it, they wouldn't have given it in the first place. Because the ability to connect is only through a cause and effect existence. That's the capability. 
says it's, it's very clear that in order to acquire the trait of Ahava, who He says, let me explain something. Let me make something clear. You can't just have a love that's in existence without first being so in love because of the things. Let's talk about a let's talk about marriage. Let's talk about friendships. Every time you start out in a relationship, you're going to have the things that inspire you to enter the relationship. These things. And it could be wonderful things, it could be important things, it could be unimportant things that made me choose this friend, that helped me choose this spouse. And it's important when people are uh, courting each other, it's important that there's an attraction. It's important that the, you know, the, you know, the whatever pleasures and enjoyments and, and ways that the things that you find fun and ways to connect are, are there in order to begin the bond, to begin a relationship. There's no question about it. The problem is if 30 years later, that's still your relationship. The hope is that things have developed to a point where it's no longer about, oh, well, we don't do the things we used to do, and that type of thing isn't fun, and I don't find that same thing attractive, and I don't find that same person attract. You learn to see and to connect, you're just different. You're, you're now connected, independent of whatever initially got you into there, into the relationship. But when you started the relationship, the davar, the thing was important. It is important. You can't have a love that's not totally bedavar until you've completed a love which is totally bedavar. So he says, let me make something clear. He says, what we need to focus on as Yidin, when it comes to Avas Hashem, this is going to be the, 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 the crux of his idea for tonight. What we need to focus on is, first and foremost, yes, there's no, there's this deeper and more real type of love that comes from just being one with something else. True. But that's not something that you necessarily can create. It's something that exists that needs to be revealed. What type of love can I create and start with? That is a love shatuluya bedavar. If you first have a love that's totally on things, noticing things, seeing Hashem in everything, being grateful to Hashem for everything, then you could get to a love that's independent of those things. Kilomar meaning in the Call it the spirit, the soul, the internal, who we are. Internally, we have these two strengths that are hidden. When it comes to loving Hashem, we have to realize there's a love that comes that's dependent on matters. Hashem, I thank you so much. My love for Hashem is incredible. You know why? Because of all the gifts that He's given me in my life. I could wiggle my toes. What a gift. There's people can't wiggle their toes. And through recognizing these things, I'm building the Abba Tuli 
And I also know that there's a love that's independent of him giving me anything. Just from being one. And our Avaida is, our Avaida is to bring this love to action. But we first need to work on the love that is dependent on something. There are people who don't want, they say, yeah, depend on something, that's not a real love, you can't really love Hashem, you only love Hashem because, uh, because you're selfish, because things that He does for you. Step back, take it easy. You got to notice everything, that's, 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 don't mock that type of love. First, you have to be Megala, we have to notice the incredible chesed that Hashem's doing for us. And afterwards, at some point, it'll happen. Or that love will just come out. That's not totally bedover. Will come out and and be revealed. So he, he let's do let's uh, uh, allow the bavavi to explain. He says avat What's a, what's a love that's dependent on a matter? In order to love Hashem for something, you have to first and foremost know with clarity who's giving it to me. We're going to be focusing now on. A love of Hashem that's dependent on what Hashem gives me. Okay? So step one to this is I have to know who gave me what I have. Let's say I think I deserve it. It's kumir. It's coming to me. It's coming to me. These things are all coming to me. Yeah? I deserve to be able to breathe. I deserve to be able to think. I deserve to be able to talk and to taste. It's not going to generate any love. I'm entitled. When I'm entitled, it doesn't generate love between me and anything else. There's, there's, nothing, there's nothing doing me. Nothing doing anything for me. Kigain, for example. Ruven gives Shimon a gift. The Shimon savor and Shimon thinks... Shuruvin Machilos Ruvin's not giving me anything. He's returning what I get, what I lent to him. You understand? Ruvin gave something to Shimon, and Shimon, instead of appreciating Ruvin giving him something, is thinking to himself, eh, this <laughs> Ruvin should be giving it to me. This is really mine. This is not going to awaken Shimon to and any sort of love for Ruvin. You gave me what's mine. I'm entitled to this. I own this. There's no relationship that's built here. This is just biology. This is nature. This is just the way it works. It's the way it works. I was talking to somebody about not directly this concept. We we're talking about compassion. The Torah's view on compassion, levels of compassion. And this person sent me a clip of a scientist describing the connection between compassion and mindfulness and exactly which neurons in the brain are overriding and causing and then the, the this this type of lobe and that type of lobe and, and this and if, if it doesn't connect then it, and it's all just built into our DNA the types of compassion that we're going to have such a person if you think it's all built in and this is just coming through first of all you hear this it happens to be a greater proof of Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's wild. It's wild how this dashboard of our bodies 
specifically the brain and how it's all. It's like, you tell me this happened without a creator, the Bismuth sugar off your rocker. But they already decided that if you look at everything in a way of genetics and in a way of biology and in a way of... Eh, so then, and you don't mention God, so then these things just happen. And compassion is something that's not dependent on anything you do per se. It's just, the, it's, it's, it's how your brain happens to be structured. And it's all, but when you have this approach, you're not growing any sort of uh, love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu because this is, this is just my built-in thing. This is me. They think they're, they're their bodies. They're, they, they think they're the brains. This is me. Don't do it anybody else or anything else. The same thing holds true in how to build our love between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Reishis, first of all. We have to know, in a way of feeling, the goodness that Hashem does with, with me. And then afterwards, after I feel all the, the gifts, the taivas, the gifts, the good that Hashem does me, that's how we grow. In When a person just lives in a natural world, where things are just happen, and they don't, they can't discern, they're not mindful of the tovos, the, the, the gifts, the goodness that Hashem does, kosha, it is hard, ukemat i efshar. It's practically impossible to love your Creator. Even to get to step one of he says, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of work, a lot of awareness, a lot of mindfulness, a lot of no. This is, there's no such thing as the world just functioning on its own and there's no God. See, previously we're talking about emuna, hashkacha, bring Hashem into anything. What he's telling us now is once we, once we work on these things, it brings us to Avas Hashem. Because now I've brought HaKadosh Baruch Hu into so many areas of my life and I'm seeing Hashem in everything and in my decision making and in, in my experiences. So now we're going to be able to have an Ava, an Avas Hashem. You can't have a real Avas Hashem unless we have what we've worked on previously. If we don't really have the full Ashkacha, and we're not mindful of the Rabbani Shalom daily, constantly, hourly, every 15 minutes, as he said in the beginning of the Sefer, Halavai, minute to minute, our Avas Hashem is going to be much less. The less we bring Hashem into the picture, the less we could love. Because we're not noticing. The more we recognize Hashem's hand in everything that we do, the love just explodes from there. Wow, 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 incredible. Wow, right? It just keeps exploding because we're seeing so much of the Yad Hashem, and therefore, Reishas Avayda Sa'adam, what a person's Avayda, a person's service in the area of Avas Hashem is, Lehisbonein, to contemplate, Veliros, and to see, Bemasha Kodesh Baruch Hu, all the ways that Hashem is doing kindness with us, the Ketzad, and how that is uh, coming into play, how it's formed in our daily lives. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Again, this is the uh, just the start on uh, Avas Hashem. It happens to be the section is not too long. The next few sections, because we already have the background and the basis 
for so much of this, each of these categories, maybe will just take us uh, two to three weeks or so. But this is a uh, this is his opening remarks, opening setting for uh, a year achieving the mitzvah sasei raisa, the biblical command of avas Hashem. We'll hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.